an able minister of the New Testament vision. Not of the later, but of the spirit. For the later killed, the spirit giveth life and understanding to the simple. Lord, let your word take root inwardly that it may bear fruit outwardly. Father, thank you for what you're going to do because as the word comes today, men shall be delivered. Men shall be delivered. Another day, another season, another time of transformation has come. Lord, may my word not fall to the ground, but may it accomplish that which it is sent forth. Lord, may it bear fruit right now. May it bring peace to those who are troubled. May the weary souls receive water now. May every hungry soul receive satisfaction right now. Lord, everyone who is in a state of confusion, Lord, may there be direction in the name of Jesus. If I hear that amen resounding like a thunder, your miracle will happen to you right now. Hallelujah. I want to one more time, wherever we're standing, let's stretch our hands to daddy and tell him happy birthday, daddy. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Now, I, let, I want to tell you that I wish I, wish I was a son of this ministry. I, I would have been making some people feel bad about my father. You know, because I tell you, a handsome father like this, a loaded father like this, your father is a sweet man. A connected father like this. I mean, listen to me. I, I called him this morning when I spoke to him. I told him, a man of God, see here. There's something about you. How can you gather two generals in one meeting? Who are you now? What is wrong with you? What's wrong with you now? What's wrong with you? How can you gather two generals in one meeting? And all the big guys and everything. Everywhere. I mean, I mean, it's 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 not it's not it's not it's not because you're you're connected it's grace then I, I i can imagine you here in this church i can imagine you here in this church here in this church and you don't have any good contact in your phone you're not connected you're not connected the first time i met my brother he shared some things with me He's telling me yeah, that my son gave me one million. This my son gave me this. This my son. I call. I came to this church. I told him, man of God, I'm not leaving you. Your son gave you one million. It's a lie. I can't leave you. But can I can I conveniently say to you that today in Christ Diplomas Church, I have not um, visiting millionaires. Not listen. Not doing meeting. I'm not doing a meeting expecting people. Who will come from outside to? No, I'm talking about now. Now, as I'm talking, if if I'm doing a meeting as I'm talking now, it's just like hey, one, two, three, four, five. I need five million, and it just rolling. I contacted it. Such as I have, give I unto you. I wonder why you're in this place, and you don't have these things happening in your destiny. It means you don't know why you're here. This is a family talk. There's nothing I'm going to preach here. This is a, an altar loaded with the word. I only came to energize, strategize, restructure, reset our church. Because this is the only church I have in Lagos. That I can come and be comfortable. Please, I want you to look at two, three people. Tell them, neighbor, repent. Say, neighbor, Repent. May rapture not meet you poor. If not, you will live with Lazarus in heaven. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm te if not, you will live with Lazarus in, in heaven. That is your location. But I know no Vimite will be found there in the name of Jesus. Please take your seat quickly. Put your hands together for Jesus. I celebrate Bishop St. Emmanuel. A great servant of God. Celebrate every one person. I bring you greetings from my beloved wife, Pastor Victory, a few. And my three guys, and two guys and one girl. She called me yesterday and said, Daddy, why are you not in church? Why are you not in church? You don't always stay out. I said, I, I, I'm in another church that is at church in Lagos. He said, is that true? She's Dr. Holiness. Apostle said, whatever you don't call it, it will not be. Since she was born, I called her a doctor. And she's been walking towards that. My two boys, Divine and Trinity. I bring you greetings from every one person. Your sister, Church in Calabar. 
Anytime you're in Calabar, just get to Christ Diplomat, any of the branches, and you'll see me. This morning, I want to just quickly, in some few minutes, show you something that is vitally very important, and that's what my brother was preaching. And as he was preaching, I just said, there's a connection in the spirit. Destiny is not enough. Destiny is not enough. You need men. Destiny is not enough. I came to tell you this morning that destiny is not enough. That's what the Holy Spirit has been impressing on my spirit. That's what the Holy Spirit has been impressing on my spirit. That destiny is not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. Many of us have just said, uh, no, I, I want to be a doctor. You're a doctor. I want to be a lawyer. It's not enough. It's not enough. That's what he was saying here. He just opened the scripture and showed us how the angel he said pray that an angel should visit you. Don't just look for it. You need some certain people that will come into your life. Let's quickly look at Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 5 to 7. Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 5 to 7 media. We're going to be walking together quickly. We're going to read some series of scriptures. I'm a scripture man. There is an evil which I have seen under the sun, an error which proceeded from the ruler. Verse 6. Folly is set in great dignity. Foolishness set in great dignity. I have never seen a dignified fool. I have never seen a dignified fool is not walking and you're claiming he's walking. You're carrying yourself when you know you can't carry yourself. You're trying to make people believe what you're not. You fake your life. You want to live a fake life. You're nobody and you're saying you're somebody. Be real. Tell yourself the truth. Folly is set in great dignity and the rich sit in low places. This is men who are rich. They have capacity to grow and make impact. But they are seated in low places because of either the information they are receiving, the company they are keeping. Because of the company they are keeping, the kind of information, the intake of the kind of things they hear. Because I want to let you understand that you are not quite different from what you hear. You wouldn't really go very far beyond the people that you move with. I have seen servants upon horses. What are servants doing on horses? What is a servant doing on a horse? And princes walk as servant upon the earth. And princes walk as servant upon the earth. The Bible speaking said they know not, neither do they understand. They walk on in darkness, the foundation of the earth is out of course. They know not, neither do they understand what is a servant doing upon the horse. And the men who have the right place are now walking on, the, on feet. Because so many of us have failed to tell ourselves the truth. Because so many of us have failed to tell ourselves the truth. I want to let you know that I'm not a blessed child. I wasn't born into a blessed home. But I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I want you to look at this scripture very well. Compared to the situation you are. There are certain times, like I tell people, I said, stop deceiving yourself. You, you say you're, you, you're, you're contented. Right, I love that. You are contented. Yes, I love that. But have you ever driven a good car? And if another car passes by you, and you turn and look at that car, it is a sign of lack of contentment. That is not your level. Even when you're in this car, it's good. I'm comfortable. I don't have, but whenever anything passes by, even you, your spirit will tell you that's where you belong to. 
Even you, your spirit will tell you that this is not your level. And you live in a beautiful house and a great place, but you see another person's house and you stop and you look at it, man, this house, that is supposed to mean that there's something inside of you that is telling you that this is where you are living is not your actual place of abode. But many of us have not understood. I'm going to come back. I'll still come back to this scripture in a short while from now. Let's quickly go to First Chronicles chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Let's quickly look at First Chronicles chapter number 5 and verse 1 and 2. Now the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, for he was the firstborn, but for as much as he defiled his father's bed, his birthright was given unto the sons of jo Joseph and the sons of Israel. And the genealogy is not to be reckoned after the birthright. The genealogy was not to be reckoned after the birthright. But Judah prevailed above his brethren. And of him came the chief ruler. But the birthright was Joseph. <laughs> oh my God, you're not understanding. Destiny is not enough. The birthright was Joseph. But Judah prevailed above his brethren. Are we really understanding some things? That there are people who are prevailing. They are prevailing in the midst of this economic crisis. Things are happening and people are prevailing. But when you look at it very well, she's not even educated. She's not even beautiful. See the kind of wedding she is. She's not this. She's not that. She's not that. Listen to me. You can own the bed right. But another person might prevail. You can own the bed right. But another man can prevail. Dr. Imogu, that is, with due respect, that is what is happening in Calabar. The ethic man tells you we are the owner of the land, but we are all tenants. The ethic man will tell you we own this place. This is our father's land. This is this. But we are all tenants. But others are prevailing. But others are prevailing. But others are taking over. But others are doing great things. But we own the bed right. They will tell you that the first Christian missionaries came through here. They will tell you all manner of stories. Like I always tell every one person, I beg to differ. I beg to differ. You are, you're, 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 the, you're the most qualified person in the office. But the person that is in charge is not as qualified as you are. One of my daughters called me and said, Daddy, I'm, do you want me to, I'm going to die here. I said, what's the problem? He said, I have masters in this office. And they just brought a lady with, is it BSc? Just graduated and is now my boss. It's now my boss. It's now my boss. And I told her, look, girl, look inwardly. Look inwardly. It's more than what you're saying. For Judah prevailed above his brethren. And of him came the chief ruler. The chief ruler came out of Judah. But the birthright was Joseph's. It is time for us to rise up and tell ourselves the truth. Lizzie will tell us that you were one of the foundation members of this church. But somebody will just come from behind and overtake you. Somebody will just come into this commission and start doing mighty things. I want us to know that in this season and in this time, there is more, there is more to your, than, your, I mean, than your qualification. There is more to life than some things that we are struggling and trying to get and trying to, your connection, your contacts. 
No wonder the scripture says, look at them. <laughs> the servants are on horses while the kings are riding, I mean, are, are walking on foot. Because those that own the bed right, those that own the bed right, those that really own the right to this success are maltreating their success. They are behaving anyhow. They are doing things anyhow. They are walking out carelessly, behaving carelessly. None of them are taking, giving attention to where they are going to. So, so many of us are so careless in church. We are careless. We are careless. When last did we talk to anybody about our pastor? Does it mean that God is not using Dr. Jonathan Imogu? When last did you tell daddy, daddy, I have a friend here that has a problem. I told one of my daughters, I said, listen, if my calling is not important to you, yours is not important to me. You are the personal secretary to the governor. You're sitting in the, and, and you're telling me that there are no matters or issues that concern spiritual matters that we need to handle. No, ma, you lie. Every time you call pastor, it's for your own personal issues. When last, like I told every one person, I said, this is a way to know. This is a way to know that my assignment is important to you. Because if my assignment is not important to you, your own assignment is not important to me. When last did you ask somebody or tell daddy, please, one of my friends has a challenge and needs to see you. There is nobody here that doesn't know somebody or have a relationship with somebody that has a problem. But because the bed right. The bed right issue is an issue of great contest. Many people are, I came here, we are the this, we are close to Papa. Yes, thank God for that. Nobody is denying how related and how connected and how you, are, you know daddy. But there is more to it. There is more to it. Like I said, I'm not coming to preach. Oh. I'm not coming to preach. I want to let you understand some things. That there is something you need in your life. There's something you need in your life. And that thing is something you need to look inwardly to achieve. Church is not group. God does not bless a group. God blesses individuals. God does not bless victory in inheritance ministry. God blesses individuals in this church. If God goes to Calabar today to bless, he will not bless Christ's diplomats. He's looking for individuals. 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 So for those of us here who are thinking that I have been in this church for five years now and nothing to show you, 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 you are lying to yourself. Because that's exactly God for you. Even if you give him another chance again. And I see people leaving a church to another church. Let me tell you one truth that happens to those who leave a church to another church. When you leave victory inheritance and go to another church, the same way you behave here, behave there. And see whether there will be a change. Because the God is not the God of the church. It is the God of an individual. If not, it would have been enough to be the God of Jacob. What is or the God of Abraham? Why must he be a God of, to Abraham? And turn around to be a God to Isaac. And later on became a God to Jacob. And at the point, as the progression kept going, he was no more a God to Moses. He now made Moses a God. You're not hearing me. 
Now, there was no need again of saying the God of Moses. He now made Moses a God. I make you a God unto Pharaoh. Because the God, the God we are talking here is not a God of the group. It's not a group God. We can have a group prayer, but it answers individuals. We can all be in the service together, but he does not service the, the whole church. He service an individual. I want to let you understand that the more you pay attention to your bed right, the more you lose God. Yes, it's your right. You have master's degree. But there are doctors that don't have a patience to treat. There are lawyers that have never won a case before. There are engineers that have never had one contract in their life to supervise. To, super, to supervise. Let's look at Esther chapter number 3. The book of Esther chapter number 3 from verse 1. Are you there? And after these things did King Hazarus promote Haman the son of Hamedatha the Agagite and advanced him and set his seat above all the princes that were with him. And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed and reverent Haman. But the king had so, had so commanded concerning him. But Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence. Go ahead. Then the king's servants which were in the king's gate said unto Mordecai, Why transgress thou the king's commandment? Now it came to pass, when they spake daily unto him, he hearkened not unto them. That they told Haman to see whether Mordecai's matter would stand, for he had told them that he was a Jew. He had told them that he was a Jew. How many people have you told that you are a Femite? He had told them, he declared his position. He made people knew. I mean, everybody that was there know who he was. It doesn't matter where Herman is coming from. Mordecai knew that, that his destiny as a gate man will one day come to an end. That was not his position. That was not his position. That was not where he was supposed to be in life. He knew it. And while everybody paid obeisance to the guy, he told them, I cannot bow to this man. I'm a Jew. Jews don't bow. Jews don't bow. Don't allow anybody to confuse your destiny. Today it might look as if you're not going anywhere. Today it might look as if you don't have anything to show. Today it might look, but listen to me, consistently believe in what, in what you are called to do. I have, like I said to people, I never, there was never a time God called me. I was a Catholic boy. I was born into the Catholic. My father a Catholic. My mother a Catholic. But I found myself in church. I just served God. I served God until God started using me. I served God until God started using me. I was just serving God until God started using me. Yesterday, we were, I, was, I was hearing when they were talking about uh, your pastor, talking about Dr. Imogu, a graduate of Abia State University. I was just laughing. I was just smiling in my heart. We had opportunity to go to school. I, I schooled in Niger State. I did petrochemical engineering. I had all my hopes. I came back from school. Everything was like, man, everything is going to work. My uncle then, then NDDC chairman collected my CV and everything. Everything was set. 
But see me today. Even if you give me a job in NDDC, I won't work. What I'm working is more than NDDC. We were two of us that were shortlisted. The only thing I can see about the other guy today is that he has built one story building and is driving one small car. Yes, it's a small car, sweetheart. We've driven cars. Yesterday we were on the road. I saw a wrangler. Bishop said, where's this car? I said, it's gone. It's not. We've sold it out. We have driven cars. Not the one we bought with our money. The one that heaven provided. So what, what, of what use is that thing? Is, of what use? What would I? And, and then at the end of the day, the young man was asked to join Ogboni. So as I'm talking to you now, he has mortgaged him so. He's so. Because of a small story building, I won't care. And now there's forensic auditing. Everybody, everybody has to pay back. Whatever you carry, they are going to collect back from you. There's Zacchaeus uh, syndrome. Uh, it's hitting NDC now. Now, what am I saying in essence? Don't think that you have arrived. Don't see your way you find yourself today as the ultimate. Destiny is not enough. It's not enough, sir. Those who, who you think today are nobody will be somebody tomorrow. I did not take that testimony of that brother yesterday lightly when he said that somebody brought a Rolls Royce and he took this, the logo. I did not take that thing for granted. I did not. I did not. Can I tell you some truth? Men who think about their men of God. Represent God on the earth. Imagine you having the privilege to be the one to give your pastor a car. Imagine you having that privilege. To be the one to give your pastor a house. Imagine you. I did not take it for granted. Mama, why did he not take the logo and think of himself and say, Mister, I like to drive this car. But when they brought the car in, everything, his body language, everything inside of him moved towards his man of God. Because he knows that his destiny is not enough. Whatever he has cannot be complete without a man. There's a man that must make that thing complete. If you're here, all that you have makes is enough for you. You're not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. I'm not preaching. Oh. I'm just trying to let everybody in church wake up. Your zeal has dropped. Your spirit has come down. Your love for God is dried up. Your first love is no more there. Your commitment to service, I can perceive it in the atmosphere. This is my house. Your commitment to service, so many things has come in. The cares of this world. So many of us have slacked down. We're not, we're thinking that it's, it's finished. Things are, you know, God will come one day. God will help us. My brother is 51 in two days' time. I'll be 48 in some few weeks from now. It's my senior brother. I love him. I was telling him yesterday, 50 looks good on you. Now from 50 to 60, what do you think we can do again? Ask him. This journey to 50 is like, a few days ago we were still talking 30 years. It's like a dream in the night. We just sleep and wake up. We sleep and wake up. We just sleep and wake up. 
We just sleep and wake up. It's like just like that. You talk, we just sleep and wake up. We just, just keep sleeping and waking up. And today we are just talking something else. At times when I remember how old I'm going to be, I, I fear catch me. See, how manage? How manage? Thank God for a small frame, nice looking, still jogging in the stadium, swimming and still doing all manner to keep fit. The boys have grown. Even you, at times when I'm climbing a step, I feel it. Say, man, there's a stretch on me. Oh, these things were not there. These things were not there. So for those of you who still have time, if you care, destiny is not enough. For those of you who still have time, if you care, destiny is not enough. This is when to give God your all. This is when to rise up and give God your all. Where are all the choristers in Vim? Where are all those choristers here? You came here wearing a normal dress as a chorister on a Sunday morning. You feel God. You came here to do the protocol work and just feel God. You feel God. You feel God. You feel God. But the same you, the same you tomorrow, the same you tomorrow will arrive work by 5.30. Will set out from the house by 4 o'clock. Let it rain fire. Let it rain thunder. You go out to the office, you go out by 4 a.m. You're already on the road trying to meet up. What you are thinking of is your own. It's not really your own. The one that is really your own is what you have looked down on. No wonder I say that servants are on horses and kings are on fools. My brother has finished preaching. I'm, I'm admonishing the church. If I enter this place and I don't admonish you people, it is not going to be good though. When I heard, when I heard, when Pastor mentioned what was taught in Sunday school, I said, thank you. Rapture. It's not a common topic heard on pulpit today. Everybody have forgotten the end. But the Bible said better is the end of an issue than the beginning thereof. I want to say to you that the love of this world, the love, the love of the world is what is the problem of the day. We are no more lovers of God. We have left the first love. We have left the right thing we were supposed to do. I want to stir up fire and put back everybody into place. Let's wake up again. Let's stand up again. Let's take the race again. How many people after this service will carry their phone and call their brothers who are not in church? That sweetheart, you were not in church this afternoon. Where were you? How many of us will carry our phone? There's more, there's more to life than what to eat and to drink and to wear. There's more to life. Now, if, if, Papa, if Papa did not give himself the young man said, I wanted to go in, into killing. I wanted to go back and revenge. Thank God a man gave himself to stop somebody from going to revenge. If all that Dr. Jonathan Mogu came to do on the, in this world was to stop a man that was going to cause a colossal damage, who knows how? He said, I saw my father die before me. Do you know what he was? See, I don't know. Some of us go to places and we don't listen. I wasn't excited in all that happened there. It's not about the rise. It's not about the accolades that people were giving. I was listening to the living testimonies. I was listening to the living testimony. That this man has saved some people who would have died. Maybe I would have been amongst them. Maybe you would have been amongst them. 
But God used a man to stop them. Now the question is, if this man had dealt with God the way you're dealing with God, will that event happen? Was it not enough for him to continue? He would not fail in business. If he cannot fail in human management, he wouldn't fail in business. Because the greatest business and the strongest, most difficult business is human business. Because no matter what you do, you can't please humans. It's even better to raise goats, raise goats, raise chickens, then birds and fishes. They know when to eat. When you give them their food, they are done. When you give your dog his, food, his meal at the time, it's okay, it's good. You call him his name, whiskey. It's alright. But when it has to do with humans, you preach, they, under, they underline what you're preaching. They only take the bad part of it. They cut the statement. Sometimes I get angry. They make a statement. They just take a statement and antagonize a man of God on the net. Why don't you play the message from the beginning? Let's hear what he was saying that led to that point. But you just pick a point that looks like a point that somebody could write on and use it against the man of God. That is what is happening. That is now the church in the larger circle. But the church in the lower circle are angry that Mrs. Lizzie Imogu, Reverend Mrs. Lizzie Imogu, told the women that, look, all of you standing there, the way you're looking, oh, how are we looking? But they will not complete what she meant. Or if they don't understand, will not go to her and say, Mama, this looking thing you're talking, I don't understand. Explain the looking let us understand. They will draw a conclusion. Now I came, to re I came to tell you, listen, that listen to me. No matter what you think you have or are, sweetheart, if God is not a part of it, it will not last. And how will God become a part of that? By sending you a man. You must defeat the realm of humans. You must be able to break through the realm of humans. You must be able to break through the realm of humans. Genesis chapter 40. Let's look at verse 14 and verse 23. The answer to prayers is man. Oh Lord, give me a house. A man. That man said he, he was asking for God for a house. And God used Pastor Jonathan Imogu and the father to get him a house. He worked with Pastor for the first time to buy a mat. The mat is still there after 30 years. Sir, respect you. My respect for you is higher. When you come now, I will when you come back this time, I will lodge you in heaven. <laughs> if there's any place good for you. That a man kept a mat that you and daddy bought 30 years ago. So what are we talking? Men don't, they are men that don't have testimony, sir. He's not saying I have money. Can Vim remember you after 15 years? That the first drum we played in this church was this brother. Can Vim remember you after 30 years? That the first keyboard in this church was this woman. Pastor told me when they were showing the birthday, said that woman followed me from Mushi. I don't joke with her. Her case is my case. I'm top of I'm on top of her case. I mean, and look at look at I mean, we should we should understand something. Who are you? Who have you touched? If every one of us here decides today that the seat by my side is not going to be empty, this church is going to be filled three times. We'll be doing first, second, third, fourth service on a Sunday morning. But the truth is that everybody has allowed the church to the servant of God and the wife. Let them do their thing. So now it's no more your thing. It's no more your thing. And what you don't respect won't yield for you. Don't you understand that this altar, this church, this gathering cannot hold until heaven gives approval. 
He said, upon Mount Zion, there's deliverance. You think deliverance is conducted by Dr. Jonathan Imogu? There are certain times people have come in here without, his, without him being around and they got their testimony. Because it is the church of the firstborn where there is immunable company of angels. The spirit of just men made perfect. The 24 elders here present. That's why we are reading. What did I say you should open? I said you should open to the book of, please just, Genesis. Don't allow anybody to look at me. I'm not, I'm not a photograph. Give me scriptures and stay there. But think on me when it shall be well with thee. And show kindness, I pray thee, unto me. And make mention of me unto Pharaoh. And bring me out of this prison. Joseph was in problem. And he, he interpreted the dreams of people. And he told one of them, please remember me. Please remember me. When you get out there, remember me. I know I have a destiny. I have a star. My star, God showed me many years ago that all my brothers, my father, everybody bowed down to my star. But who is the man that will announce me? Who is the man that I will be connected to? Who has the grace to meet Pharaoh? Dr. Jonathan Mogu has grace, sir, to meet men. And the greatest need of your life today is a man. But here you are, you do not recognize the grace that is in the house. The reason why I called him this morning, I told him that before I leave. Oh boy. You see that thing what happened yesterday? I won't connect to that thing. I must connect. You see, some of us are, are, don't understand how people get to where they get to. Ask him. He did not just get there. He connected that grace. He has never gotten it. He got it somewhere by sacrifice, by service. He connected to it. This man had great, had great destiny. Joseph was a man of great destiny. But something was wrong with Joseph. Who will bail the cart out of the sack? Joseph had great dreams. Had great dreams. Are, are, are you talking to me? Okay, I thought you were talking to me. Okay. Okay. The changing guys. The guys to change. You're talking to them to change. That's not professional. I shouldn't notice that. That's not professional. I shouldn't notice that. You understand? It's not. Immediately you stand up, they should know they have to change. That's the signal. Uh -huh. So pick that quickly. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Sorry, sorry. We are talking something else. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. We are talking something else. Now, what, what am I saying in essence? This man had a dream. This man had a vision. This man had everything God had given him. Everything. He saw the revelation. Everything. Mommy. But this man had nobody. This man would have languished in the prison. And even when he called on somebody that he knew that was going to be of help, the person did not remember. There was a barrier in the realms of human. Some of you, your barrier today is not spiritual. You've conquered territorial demons. You've conquered spiritual demons. You've conquered family patterns. The problem now is the auntie, not your uncle that is in America that has forgotten you. That man that is supposed to be the one to link you to that job that has forgotten you. That person that you have built. Oh my God. Sir, the church has fought, fought demons for too long. Today, in today, as I'm talking to you, sir, it took that American Consul General to enter the church. If not up to today, me and you would have still been hanging looking for visa to go to America. That God gave you deliverance in the human bar that you were able to break that human barrier. You entered into the realm of the humans. Caesar, some battles today has left have left spirits. Now you're fighting with this 
she likes my message. She loves the way I'm preaching. But she will never connect you to the next person. Somebody loves your sewing. You're a seamstress. They like your work. But they will never connect you to the next person. The battle now is at the realm of humans. Joseph interpreted the dream. The dream was right. The dream was correct. The dream was 100% effective. Call it a prophecy. It worked. It happened according to how he said. What I would have believed that the next thing that would have happened would have been like in verse 23. Give me verse 23. This is, this is what I would have believed would have happened. This is what I believe would have happened. <laughs> this is what I would have believed that would have happened. That he, immediately after now, the chief butler remembered Joseph and announced it and told the Pharaoh about what God has used Joseph to do in his life. But let's read that scripture together. One to go. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph but forget him. Now listen to me. Mommy, I don't like scriptures and I don't like the way God writes. Because I don't understand at times how he write, why he has to write some things. Now is it not enough to say that yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph would have left it there. At that level, let's say he was busy with official duties. So he never remembered but now the Bible went to another level. He said, but forgot him. The land of forgetfulness is that you cannot even remember that you were once in a prison. Because a prison is not a place you should forget. Kill Reverend Imogu. He can never forget Mushi. It's not a place he can forget. But if Reverend Imogu forgets Mushi, I saw the EFCC woman came here. He said, if it were Mushi, I would have known my way around. Take her to, she's, she's run around, gone around all the world. She says she's living in Rome. But when you get to Mushi, Mushi, she must know it. You can't deceive her there. She will know where her way about. But here comes another dimension where the memory is completely wiped off. Look at scriptures and understand what the Bible is saying. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph. It's okay. Ah, maybe uh, Dr. Imogu wanted to give me something he forgot. He did not remember. Then one day he just sat down. Hey, my brother, where you did? Come, 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 come. Get something what I get for you. Mama, I don't understand. But this one, that Dr. Imogu forget me completely. After he has become minister of religious affairs in Nigeria. Then he forgot me completely. That's even my number. He does not have a gate. And he does not connect. He doesn't even remember that he had a brother in Calabar. It's a different thing. Can somebody here shout a little fire? fire. I did not hear it. I don't like the way you shout fire. fire. You can't confuse me. See, you can't confuse me. Not because the church is located at Lekki. The demons in Lekki are different from the ones in any other. Shout fire. Let me hear your voice. This morning when I was coming to church, I was inside the canoe. I said, even the car, I said, ah, there's another battle to fight here. This is another realm. That's another realm. That's another realm. Look at what the Bible is saying. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph but forgot him. Do you know one of the things that gave me strong inspiration to preach this message yesterday? All the people that were invited for that meeting showed up. Why did they not forget? Some, you have invited people for things and they keep forgetting. On that day, they forget. Oh, Dr. Imogu, I forgot your meeting. My EFCC flew in from Abuja. This one came. Everybody did not forget me. I did not forget. You did. Everybody, nobody forgot. They all came. Why did they not forget? This man has access to the realms of human. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. This man has access. You can print a card for your wedding. And at the end of the day, only your people that live on your street are your hairdressers. And those are the people that remember because they don't have where to go. 
So when they come to the wedding, they now look for one person that looks like, they just tell you, okay, just stage manage chairman. Just stage manage the chairman of the wedding. It's not like we want you to be the chairman because we know you don't have capacity to be chairman, but just stage manage the chairman of the meeting. And they just bring somebody that is well-dressed, just they sit down there and the person just knows that he's just a stooge, just sitting down. Hallelujah. Chairman, what are you saying? I say so. Hallelujah. Because he, he, the person has never been a chairman before. He doesn't know what it takes to be a chairman and can never chair. But not because you did not have people. Not because you did not invite people. Some even gave you the award. I will be there. Ah, my best brother, my, my friend, my younger brother, I'm going to be there. But on that day, they were not able to be there. You know why? Because you have not been able to break and capture the realms of men. You are talking every time. We bind the spirit. We bind Satan. We bind here. We bind there. What about the realms of men? At this point in time, Joseph had a barrier. And that barrier was not the prince of Egypt. Was not the mummy water of Lagos. It was not the papi water of, 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 of uh, Potakot. It was not of those things. But this time, the problem was at the human realm. I came to this to announce to you that everyone that has a challenge in the human realm today, that realm of life is opening up to you in the name of Jesus. Not too long, everybody started walking into the meeting. They started walking in. Everywhere was filled. Great men. Professor this. Doctor that. This one that. So there was no need to look for people to come and stage manage the place. Whoever we wanted was there. And whatever we got was enough. Because that is how God wanted it to be. I want you to understand this. If you can understand what I am saying today, you're going to move from this level to another level. That car key you're looking for is not in heaven. They don't drive cars in heaven. That house you're looking for is not in heaven. It's in the hands of a man. That money you're praying for is not in heaven. A man is carrying it. But you don't have access to these people in the realms of the human, it is time to bring down your warfare and begin to open the hearts of men and begin to assess the spirit of men and so that you can get them. Can I announce to you that Jesus would have been a mockery if not for Joseph of Arimathea? This Jesus we are talking would have been a mockery. Peter had run. James was afar. Everybody had stood away. Judas had betrayed him. Thomas was a doubter. Everything did not work. But listen to me. A man whose name was never mentioned. But Jesus had kept him in the realms of answered prayers. Jesus had kept him for the tomb for the last day. And it was there. He never showed up from the beginning. But this man in the realms of human showed up on that hour. He came at that time. The Bible said he went in and asked Pilate for the body of Jesus that he may bury him in his tomb he did not call men let us hold a meeting for, for a funeral let us plan how we are going to bury the master he had a tomb he had capacity he was able to meet the government he was a government personnel hear me and hear me in the realms of human if you don't meet the right man you'll be frustrated Look at your phone from the beginning of the, to the end. You have over 10,000 numbers. Who is the right number there? Who is the right number there? Who is the emergency response number? Mama, who is that secret partner? That shame has knocked on my door. And I enter the room and I carry phone. I say, Dr. Imogu. My brother, I'm in shame now. There's a problem. He said, give me one minute. I'm not talking about the person when you call. The next time you call, he said, the number you're calling is not reachable. Or the number you're calling has been switched off. Can I say to somebody here today that whether you agree with me or not, this realm must be assessed. 
came to push you into that realm in the name of Jesus. I came to push you into that realm in the name of Jesus. Because what you're looking for is in the house. What you're looking for. Doctor, these people don't know what they are looking for. I need to come here for one week and show them some things about you that they have never harnessed. There are certain unction, there are certain power, there are certain authority that you carry that your people don't know. They don't know. They don't know. Because a man cannot give you what he does not have. I tell you the truth. But forgot him. Lift up your hands if you're standing. Say, Father, whosoever that is supposed to be of help to me, that has forgotten me, I command you now, remember me. I command you now, remember me. I command you now, remember me. Please take your seat. Take your seat. We are closing right away. We are closing right away. I don't preach to impress people. I never knew the last time I preached that I made somebody happy. Because when I'm preaching, I curse some people in the church. I curse them. Because some people need to be cursed. <laughs> it bothers me. And it gets me worked up. That you are so much in a place of plenty. And you are living in scarcity. You don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. The ninth gift of the is the tenth gift of the spirit. Is a gift of man. Doctor Imogu. Is a, a gift. Unto us, a child is born. Everybody has the right to be born. But unto us, a child is given. A child is given. There are men that are given. This is one of the men that have been given for this generation. Now, sir, you don't need his contact. But you can draw that thing that draws men to him. There's something that draws men to him. One, somebody said something yesterday in that place. He wasn't understanding what he was saying. He said, when you look around, you see that the reason why he has drawn all these good, good people is because he's a, he's, he's a good man. You don't understand. You don't understand. Have you ever done anything? Printed cards? Waste your time at wine? Go and meet people? They delay you? You gave to them? They assured you? They told you they were going to be there? But when the time comes, the hour comes, there's no power to compel them to come. There's no power to compel men to come. Let me announce to you that it is not ordinary. For those of us who are in the business world, for those of us who are in the show world, you're a musician, you're a comedian, you're, you, you are doing any kind of business, hear me, hear me. The traffic you see in men is profit. Any business you see traffic, there's profit. Any business you see traffic, there's profit. Early hours of this morning, I was still in the, I was still in the bedroom trying to tidy up for service, and I saw an alert. I looked at it. It's coming all the way from Calabar. People have started Father's Day. I don't know what they are saying there. Thank God I'm not there. Because if I were there today, I'll tell you that if I be your father, you don't show me honor. You will see. Because if son who does not honor his father has taught his children how to beat him. Any son that has refused to honor the father has taught their children to beat you. Thank God I was not there. I don't know what they are saying. But the only thing I knew that, that something has started happening. That's why somebody just sent something this morning. And I saw it. I smiled. Uh, are you hearing me? Yes, what did I do? I smiled. Why? There is traffic at home. Yes, there's profit. 
there's traffic at home and there's profit. If there's no traffic, there's no profit. So people say, I don't know why uh, all these pastors, Bishop Oyedepo, are flying. It's traffic. They are flying aircraft. It's traffic. You can't stop it. That's why when our fathers like that get up to the altar, they say, we, nobody can stop us. They are not talking about spirit again. They are telling you on face to face, both spiritual, human, and in every capacity, you can't stop them because there's what? Traffic. There's traffic. There's traffic. I want to say to you here that the worst thing that can happen to you in life is that for men to forget you. I, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will just accept that they did not remember. But when you are forgotten, at least a man, even if I did not come for this meeting, I would have sent my seed. I would have sent my seed for that book launch. But in a situation where they don't remember and the occasion finished and then they now come and not still remember after the occasion. You're not hearing me. Okay, they were, they were, they were, they had an issue and they, they had a traffic issue, they couldn't get there. But after the meeting, they still did not remember they were coming there. No, now, I want to let you understand that these things are more than what you can explain. Let's take this final scripture as we pray and close. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 18. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 18. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, very Holy Spirit of God. Wherefore, we would have come unto you, even I, Paul. I like the way, I like the, way the Bible is written. Mommy, I like the word of God. Even I, Paul. You know why he was mentioning even I, Paul? I, Dr. Jonathan Imogu. That is supposed to mean that if it has to do with power, I can fight. Prestige, honor, money everything he has conquered all the realms but hear him say even i paul once and again but satan hindered us but satan hindered us but satan hindered us did he say stop us no what did he do he hindered At a particular level in life, there are certain people Satan cannot stop. But he can hinder. Just for the fact that that person should not come to you. Just for the sake that that guy should not reach you. A young woman has been in courtship with one guy and they've been doing this thing for more than four years. At the time the guy was supposed to come for their traditional wedding where they week. They've closed the country close everywhere say coronavirus whatever my brother can i tell you that when it was now time for the guy to come a week to come the guy died of coronavirus and the lady was like i said look again at yourself me i'm not saying you see it's it's a terrible thing it's a terrible thing when people start crying oh i don't know what happened mm, calm down nothing happens in the spirit by accident you see the you see the spiritual the spiritual is so organized that nothing happens in the spirit by accident so check out yourself and satan hindered us from coming but there are men that god has given to rebuke the devil on your behalf there are men who have conquered such an event before Ask this man sitting here, your pastor, he will tell you that there is a time in this world he did an event and nobody came. There's a time he did an occasion and nobody should. The people he expected did not come. But he has conquered that realm. He has fought until he has prevailed in that realm. Even if Dr. Jonathan Imogu wants to do another birthday tomorrow morning, people will still come. Me, I will come if you don't come. That is supposed to mean that he has conquered a particular realm. And that is the human realm. I want you this morning to know something. 
I want you this morning to know something. That what you use in conquering this realm is not love. It's not everybody that came to that meeting yesterday that loved Dr. Jonathan Imogu. But it is compassion. You use compassion to conquer that realm. It's not love. You conquer it by what? Compassion. You conquer it by compassion. For what I make happen to others, God will make happen to me. He has been sacrificing for others. He goes painstakingly to help others. He goes out of his way to help others. Bishop shared a testimony about Dr. Ikmogu this morning. He shared a very powerful testimony. And I was listening. And I said, why wouldn't God honor this man? Why wouldn't God honor him? Why wouldn't God honor him? You need compassion to enter into that realm. Compassion is different from love. Compassion is a realm where you show sympathy and pity for people's situation, even when that person is great at making it. But because he has given you a card, he has invited you, he has called you, I must be there. It might not be your class of person, but I must be there. And this man has done that. I remember there was a time during the course of building this place while we were still at the renting place. He gave a pastor a million naira in this Lagos. I was sitting with him and the guy entered. He said, we had one million naira. We needed to buy that land. And this guy came and said, their rent, they have driven him out. Rent is due. And he carried a million naira. That's all we had. And I gave to him. I looked at him. Say, what's wrong with this pastor, Jonathan Imogu? I know what he was doing. But was he really fine? Was he really fine? Was he really doing it from his heart? Was he really doing it or was he doing it to impress this guy? But in the, in the, with the passion in which he was telling me this thing, I could see compassion in his eyes. He said, man of God, imagine how they are going to throw out a church of Jesus Christ. I shocked. I saw compassion in his eyes. That's why this place, whether the devil likes it or yes, is a completed project. Let us rise up this afternoon. Let us rise up this afternoon. Lift up your voice and talk to God wherever you're standing.